Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're here with T. And Matthew. And Ty. And we are the Bing Zang Zoom Podcast. All right. Now for today, we have uh, we have a couple things to talk about. One, being bathroom slash locker room etiquette. Right? I know a lot of people have, uh, have violated the etiquette of bathrooms and locker rooms all over the world. All right, but I can only speak for my own experiences, uh, not in violating, but in having the etiquette be violated, right? So, um, one, one big place where it's violated is gyms, right? Locker rooms at gyms. You know, you, you always got that old guy that is like, listen, I've lived my life. You know, I don't really care about anything else. You know, I'm just going to let my nuts hang. And that, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> um, you have to show them off is what it is. Right. <laughs> it's, kind of like a, it's kind of like a tree, you know. How long it is and how old you are. You know, instead of like how many rings. How many inches is a decade? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you have that, but you you also like that. Not only are they getting shown off sometimes, but then you have the ones that like no towel want to have a full conversation with you. Like, what's what's that about? What is what's the purpose for that? I, I dude, I have no idea, but I, I got a good story. Maybe for when you, we though. get old, maybe when we, we we're not old enough. That's the issue. I think that is I think that is the issue. <laughs> but at, at my gym that I went to before my current gym, yeah. um, <laughs> my roommate and I used to go into the sauna after everything was over, after we finished working out and everything. And of course, we'd take our shirts off, but we'd still have on our pants and underwear and all that stuff. And there was always this this older guy, not not super old, but older, gray hair and everything. And he would come in after showering, and he would hang up his towel. Over the uh, over the heating unit, mm. and then just stand around and they're naked. And one one day he comes in, and there's two levels of seats, and my roommate's sitting on the the first level. The dude hangs up his towel, walks over, puts his leg on the bench that that my that my roommate's sitting on, Bruh. and so so his face is level with this guy's junk. <laughs> And then the guy starts doing pelvic stretches, going, oh, and stretching out. 
so so my roommate Zach is his name. Zach looks over at me. Oh damn! And just dead pants, just like no expression on his face. <laughs> just looks over at me. We make eye contact. He looks back at the guy's junk. He stands up and he goes, "Nah, man, nah." Just pushes the guy out of the way. Yo. <laughs> Yo, people are violent, and and not for nothing. Like, for example, I was watching this video on Facebook. Right, it was this old guy, and I guess it's like the the, the um, home nurses, whatever. Right, you know they they're helping him around, and trying to help him out, and stuff like that. So one of them is uh, he's he's got one of them. He's holding. He's got a cane. One of them has got his arm and is helping him walk. Like I guess towards the door. Right, and meanwhile he's. He's talking to the one that's filming. He's he's like, you know, oh, I'd I'd love to just to just grab one of your breasts. Oh. If, if would you let me and whatnot? She's like, well, I'm married. He's like, well, f that guy. I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo. When you get to a certain age, like you just don't care. Like I'm sure he's he's not fighting nobody. But at the same time, he's just like, look, if I'm gonna go out this time, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out, you know, sucking on the nipple. <laughs> so, so he said, "F that guy." Yeah, he said, her husband. F that guy." Yeah. So he wanted a three-way. <laughs> oh wow! That's what I, mean. I mean, hey, you only live once, and he was on his way out. So right. I would say, grant the wish. You know, <laughs> put that on a resume. Be like, yeah, you know, uh, help the old guy pass over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, though, even though you know he's old, I mean that's that's still what's sexual assault right there. That's horrible. <laughs> it's a um, terrible thing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it it gets pretty rough on that. Um, like for example, right? So one of the things that that always gets me, and don't get me wrong, I've run to the urinal needing to go, like not realizing it or been holding it for a while, you know, sometimes I yeah. I would have been driving uh back and forth for hours and I'm like, you know, I just got to stop at the rest stop and when I get to the rest stop, you know, I yeah, the second it's you a see hose. it it bounces forward like 100%. <laughs> right, it like right. doubles immediately. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I understand that, but like when people just when they come up and they like yodeling at the urinal, <laughs> run up to the urinal like, I'm bro. not gonna lie, that's, that's me at this point though. Like, I feel like I'm getting to that age now. Like, I, I make dad noises getting off the couch. So after, like, say, you know, I have like, a, you know, like let's say, like, I like, you know, have a couple beers and I run to the bathroom real quick. I'm, I have hand up against the wall, hand on my junk, and oh, I'm just dang. going, oh yes, like just I, I can't help it. Like, it's just. <laughs> a knee-jerk reaction at this point. And I think that's partially due to my unhealthy habits and <laughs> my old age. What you gotta do is then you gotta lick that hand that was on the wall afterwards. Oh, no. Oh, no, I, I wash, oh, I wash. No. Like, because I already know, because sometimes, you know, you get a little bit on your leg if you're wearing shorts or you're splashing so hard, you know? It just well, looks like a rock do you have just to going have, into the toilet bowl. Do you have to have, like, the, the handle? You know how you got the handle, the, the ocean handle in the car? Do you have to have that, like, the <laughs> yeah, handle above the urinal? Like, <laughs> That's why I use the handicap bathroom in public spaces, you know? I Facts. gotta brace myself for what's about to happen. Facts. Hey, I don't blame you there. That's Sounds like usually, Jurassic Park, that's usually man. me. 
same time like i don't know I, i've been to a club where i went in the bathroom and bruh no lie i went in the bathroom mind you there's other people like using it and whatnot but i was like yo i cannot do this to myself <laughs> i'm like yo the outside of the outside the dance floor looks immaculate you know everything looks nice as soon as i went in the bathroom i was like yo does, <laughs> do people clean in here or is this just the the area that's neglected it's like, yeah. it's like a person like with Tourette's just ran in there and just like unzipped his pants and just started <laughs> pee everywhere. Shitting on like, the walls. <laughs> like, yo, what's Yikes. going on, man? I'm good. It's like, how? You know I how just much... cleaned this like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know how much bodily uh, fluids are probably in there? Just but everything. Everything is in and there's, there. And there's and certain places. And there's like certain places too, like certain bathrooms. Like I've worked at, uh, you know, like restaurants and stuff like that, right. little small, small town ones. And uh, like they'll have bathrooms that just like have permanent, like stains and yeah. stuff like that that you couldn't get out no matter what. Like so, yeah. it always like just looks dirty, even though like you, right. you went in there and you you gave it the prime time cleaning. Like this <laughs> clean came by and like gave it an A plus. Like you just going ham on that, and like it just never, never looks clean, just because there's just always these stains that are just there that yeah. just sit and fester for like ever. Shoot, I, I, listen. If I'm the the restaurant owner, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, you know, that gives the place style. You know, I would just stain the whole outside. <laughs> culture, <laughs> basically, the look, culture. Just stain and the walls out here where they're eating at. <laughs> we gonna call the place the restroom. <laughs> yeah, like I, I used to. Uh, when I lived in Seattle, there was a uh, a pretty famous hotel brand. But I'm not going to name which one. Yeah. Right next door to my house, so it was literally like my apartment building, and then next door was the uh, the hotel. And so I used to hang out in the bar of the hotel because all my friends worked over there, and yeah. you know I had bandmates that were there and stuff. And so we did a lot of a lot of drinking. It was a very nice merry. Uh, uh, I almost said the brand name. It was a very nice, uh, <laughs> fancier hotel. Right. But, you know, sometimes uh, we, we would go to the wee hours in the morning and we'd drink a little too much. And I remember this one night, I just got obliterated. 
and so I'm just uh, you know had to had to you know go and let some stuff out of the top instead of the bottom. <laughs> and, and so I run to the bathroom and all the stalls were taken up for whatever mm. reason. So it's just like, well, into the sink I go, mm. you know. Oh, word. <laughs> And so, and so I came and I just I puked all over this, all over the sink, and uh, you know, and then of course, like people went in later on, and again, you know, all my friends worked there, and so they're like, "Man, we got to clean that up now, you jackass!" Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, just, you know, it's just not, be like, it hasn't hey. been a good night unless you peed in the sink at least once. Hey, look, you, you're just telling them, uh, hey, you're just trying to secure their their jobs, okay? That's it. Yeah, I, I, I've got so many bad stories about puking at, at, at the bars, though. Once I puked on a friend's birthday cake. Oh, no. <laughs> that happened. No. Uh, there was another time uh, one of my friends made, um, he, he, he basically made moonshine. Mm. And so a bunch of us went over there. And we were drinking, and I'm just like, okay, I've, I've had enough. And they're like, no, no, keep drinking. So I went to the bathroom. <laughs> As friends do. And I threw up. And, and I'm like, I think I, I came back out. I'm like, I think I got most of it in the toilet, but I'm sorry if I puked on your floor. And, he, and he's like, oh, it's fine. Everybody else went to the bathroom, and they're like, dude, it was on the ceiling. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, I get none of it. None of it had got in that toilet, I promise you. Like, you think, you think most of it got in? No. None of it. <laughs> In fact, the toilet was clean. It was sparkling. <laughs> <Or>, basically. <laughs> Dang. Well, well, moving on, right? Uh, from that, because we could... That's a, thou- a thousand stories for that. Um yep. If you could, what would you bring back from the past? Anything that Dunkaroos. you can think of? Say again? Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Oh, snap. He's like like original Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. I don't want like a company to take the Dunkaroos and bring it back and like, oh, this is sugar free and oh, right. this is gluten free. It's like, no, just give me the regular like instant cavity like <laughs> sweetness of Dunkaroos. That's what I want. That's what I would bring back. <laughs> I'd say the bubonic plague. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much there already. You might as well just go full force with it. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Yo. You know, on, honestly, though, I think oh. my answer would be, especially right now, because, mm. you know, there's so many things that we can't do. Right. I think right now a great thing to be to bring back would be uh, drive-in, drive-in movies. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, bring their own snacks, bring their own stuff, just drive-in. Right. And you, you'd have to, like... To keep cleaning the speakers, yeah. but you know, unless you could do it on your cell phone, actually, that'd be a great way to do it. Like have a, an app that you go into your cell phone, and then that sound play through that. Right now, nah, that that oh, that's a good idea. See, that is right. hey, twenty twenty business idea right there. <laughs> the drive through theater. Well, I I would say um, Sega. I just want to see Sega back as like an actual competitor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I just miss Sega. Like you know, they had so many games. I just like the field. Thinking of Sega brings back certain memories are attached to Sega, and uh, yeah, I just I would want to see Sega be able to make a comeback. I don't know what they would call their system because everything is taken. Uh, they, they... Sega, <laughs> uh, Sega, Sega, Sega quarantine, <laughs> Sega quarantine. <laughs> Sega uh, Ultra Deluxe Magnificent Console 2. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, it's like, we're just going to name this one after our, <laughs> after our most famous star, the Sega Sonic. That's it. 
for about 20 years or so <laughs> but I'm gonna need that back <laughs> man I, I just feel like Sega got a bad shake man I feel like I, I don't know I don't know what the final blow was I don't know if it was the Dreamcast or if they were already having problems before that well I think it was just because of the popularity with Nintendo and Sony already it was just kind of already more well established more people were getting you were getting like Final Fantasy at the time on PlayStation like, you weren't getting that on Sega. Yeah. Like, you were getting all the Resident Evil, you were getting all these popular games um, that had already been, like, established with Sony. And, of course, you had Mario. There was no way, like, Sonic was going to keep up with games right. like Mario. It just well, once you had happen. Once you had Sega Saturn, <clears throat> like, that was where the divide happened uh, that, I, that I noticed. At first, Sega Saturn, I think, in our house, we had Sega Saturn first. And somehow that got turned into a PlayStation. (laughs) And, well, honestly, like, I really did like the Dreamcast. I don't think the Dreamcast gets, like, uh, the respect that I think it deserves. Like, I had a Dreamcast. Same here. I had that, too. Yeah. (laughs) I think it just had too much to it. That memory card was, like, the coolest thing. That memory card was so freaking cool. I don't know if you ever had a Dreamcast. But, like, if you ever used that memory card with, like, certain games, it had a little, um, like, display on the memory card. Yep. And with certain current uh, games, you could get like maps or like special items and stuff like that would pop up through the memory card, which is a cool little add on. It also added a, like a rumble pad for it. But I don't know. I, I played my Dreamcast a lot, to be yeah. completely honest. Same here. <laughs> I just forget the name of the game that I used to play. It was some, some joint with the guy with a huge sword, but it wasn't Final Fantasy. Um, like it was like a huge. It was gory. It was a crazy, gory game. Um, golden axe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, golden like gore. Golden all axe. the gore that's in golden axe. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, golden axe is alright. You know, it's cool. But yeah, so uh, another thing I'll bring back is probably uh, memorizing phone numbers. Like, you know, before we used to know people's numbers, and now that that has subsided. Uh, There's only one number I need to know, book. which is nine one one. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I don't think you can call him if he forgets my number. Like, ah, I forgot my neighbor's number. Um, can y'all go and uh, do a, wel- a wellness check on my neighbor and ask him his phone number? <laughs> See, now, now here's where it gets interesting, though. If mm. you get arrested and you have to make your one phone call, like I said, the only number I know is 911. So I'd be uh, at the police station dialing 911. <laughs> Hello, help, I just got arrested. Hey. What? I can see you from here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you're on your lunch break, but can you help me? <laughs> what, what about um? What about breakdancing? Uh, like I know they're still breakdancing, but like how it used to seem back in the days, like it was a it was a whole, you know, Man. epic. Like it was like a UFC event or a WWE event. Imagine somebody coming out to their music <laughs> instead of having a fight, they have a breakdance meet. 
Yeah, yeah, breakdancing was was certainly, you know, a lot more popular at one time. But it's interesting. I was actually, uh, T, you and I were talking about this several months back. Mm. Um, But when breakdancing became real... If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Big in New York, yeah. there's actually a massive drop in, in gang violence. Yep. Um, and, and the reason why it got as popular as it was was I think it was 42nd Street. I forget which street it was. But uh, there's a theater that started playing these real old kung fu movies, Shaw Brother movies, et cetera, et cetera. And so a lot of African-Americans who, you know, were didn't have a lot of money started mm-hmm. hanging around those theaters and watching these old kung fu movies and copying the moves and then taking it out into dance battles and stuff. Yep. So it was this really interesting mixing of cultures that, you know, ended up resulting in things like Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, man. So that that would be great to bring back any place that is, uh, you know, they need to bring it to probably certain places in Chicago, you know, uh, certain places in New York, certain places where you know that the the murder rate is high and there's lots of gang violence and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. It, hey, listen, we're about to handle this a different way. You pick your, the person that can dance the best, and I'm gonna pick my person that can dance the best, and we're gonna see who really got it. And that's going to be that. And we're going to do it yep. once once a month or something like that just to keep the violence down for a month. And then you got bragging rights for your whole neighborhood the whole the whole time. And you also got a month to train in case you took an L. I think it makes sense. Yeah. And at the, at the end of the year, we'll hold a Super Bowl. <laughs> best breakdancer team. Best uh, breakdancing break team out there. What would you call that? What would you call the it? Streets. The Super The and Super Streets. <laughs> And what we're going to do is we're going to step up. Everybody's got to step up their game to get out here in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a Disney movie or something. It works. Like <laughs> oh, that's already a movie. Yeah, like that movie, Step, step Up. up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I really up. like that franchise. I, I haven't seen it. Like some of the newer ones, but I yeah. like the first three a lot. Oh yeah, the first what was that drink called? Um, kind of just got like that Fast and the Furious movies and just started. <laughs> Vin Diesel busting the move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And he did ballet, right? There's too much. There's not enough muscle here. We need to get the Rock in the gag. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so the Napoleon Dynamite dance he did from that one SNL skit. <laughs> hey, y'all could, uh, it could be like uh, like Stomp the Yard on steroids. That was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, what about this uh, this Final <laughs> Fantasy VII game? So it's out. Yes. Yes, it's out. It's out. Somebody put it back. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> well, we had a poll on the Bing Zang Zoom uh, group page, and um, uh, the question was, "Have you played Final Fantasy VII?" And uh, the majority said no. I don't know if that's necessarily a f- reflection of the quality of the game or people just haven't gotten to it yet. Well, Final Fantasy used to be like the, the most popular games in the world. 
And then somewhere along the line, they became more of a niche thing, you know, with uh, war games and stuff becoming a lot more popular. Yeah. Fantasy games and, and stuff like that kind of t- took a bit more of a back seat. Um, so I, re- I really don't know. I really don't know if it would if it would sell super, super hot or, mm. you know, what the deal with that would be. You think it was just that they waited too long? I mean, it, it was like, what, 15 years since they put out that tech demo for uh, PlayStation 3? Mm. And so, I mean, I know that they're saying, like, oh, this isn't an official announcement and whatever, whatever. But basically, it's been on our minds for 15 years. Right. And this is only part one of three. Mm. I, I feel like the game, I, I, I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I had to get more memory for my PlayStation. That took a long time to get in. Yeah. And then I've had some stuff going on at home and haven't had time to sit down and play for the last several days. But... Yeah. From the point that I'm in right now, it feels like it feels like they padded out the game too much. It feels like Final Fantasy filler. Mm. It's not Final Fantasy VII, it's Final Fantasy filler at this mm. point. Dang. And I just look at the difference in the quality between the cutscenes and, and playing the parts that were actually in the original versus all this new ed, ad, added material. Mm. And it's just, it, it's not, it's not the best Final Fantasy game I've played, but the music's amazing. Most of the voice acting's really good, even though they changed out the entire cast, basically. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say it's a solid game, but it's just not as good as the original or even as good as some of my other favorite Final Fantasy games. Well, so, where would you rate it? Does it get a gunshot or does it get an applause? I, I, I would say an applause, but just barely. One clap. Alright, that's it. <laughs> I would rather play a clap and a whistle. Me personally, and I'm not knocking these games, but no. I would rather play a bad Final Fantasy game than a good Call of Duty game. <laughs> oh, I, agree with you. I can agree with you on that one, though. Like, like me, because like I've never been like a diehard Final Fantasy mm. fan, but I played the original seven, and I played eight, and then ten, and ten, ten, and ten two. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't get a chance to play the remake with this one. Um, it's been on my mind, but like it's always been like right when I go to check out to buy it, I'm just thinking like this game's not complete yet. It's mm. only part one, and I yeah. don't want to spend sixty dollars on this just yet. And I'm not gonna finish because I go through games within like a day. It's really bad. You can ask my wife. Like we went to GameStop one day, and I just sat there and looked at the PlayStation Four wall for like literally an hour because I had beaten just about everything on the wall. <laughs> so like I can't like see myself spending. $60 on Final Fantasy VII's remake right now. It looks pretty. It sounds great. But I've also heard the same reviews that uh, you had mentioned where, you know, it just it feels like filler. Right, you know? Right. And so that's where I'm kind of just like, eh, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I think, you know, if they didn't pad out the game with so much other random stuff, they could have fit, like, half the game on this disc. Right? They didn't need to break it into three parts. They could have broken it into two. But yeah. there's just, like, random boss battles that pop up and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I, why do I care about this boss when I know he doesn't have any, you know, bearings on the story later on? Right. This is probably going to be the last time I see this guy. So. <laughs> Might as well kill him now. <laughs> I mean, one way or the other, it would probably be the last time you saw him. <laughs> if, yeah. you, if you're killing him. <laughs> oh, man. But what? So, speaking of games, what do you think are some of the best games to play right now during the quarantine? What are the best quarantine games? I know Matthew had brought it up um, when we were talking in the chat about Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is definitely, yeah. I would say, probably the best one 
right now. My wife has been playing it since release, and I just recently started playing it. And uh, it's a good break from everything, you know, kind of a break from reality. It's a good calming, you know, yeah, you're in debt to a raccoon pretty much the whole game. But it's just... <laughs> Nobody pays that kind of back anyway. <laughs> Nobody does, but I mean... <laughs> but it's, it's a really good change of pace from what games are, like, currently at, you know, because you got a lot of just, like, like you said, Matthew, war games and stuff like that are the general, you know, general, you know, popular uh, genres, including yeah. Fortnite and, you know, the Battle Royale-style games. But it's it's definitely fun. I would highly recommend. You could spend, like, hours. I When when I first downloaded the game, I think I spent, like, seven hours straight playing it. Mm. Like, I ignored all my kids. Like, I was just like, you know what, no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But, <laughs> but I was really, I was a good seven hours onto the game, and I don't normally play games like that. Right. So that's why it was really... It was really cool, you know? Yeah, it's very wholesome. You know, it makes you feel like... I haven't played the new one, to be honest. I I haven't played a Nintendo game in a very long time. But the original one back in the day was one of my favorite games. And it's just, you know, it's it's kind of wish fulfillment in a way because it's just like you just wake up and do whatever you want. You, you don't have to worry about your job or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. nice. You know, nobody says anything mean to you. You just kind of <laughs> go around and just live this this very quaint existence. Mm. And that's nice. You know, it's a nice break. Yeah. It's, it's like looking at like a, what's the guy's name? Thomas Kincaid, I think is his name, who paints like the, the log cabins in the woods and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like looking at one of those paintings, but you can interact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And it's funny, too, because with this one, um, if you played the... I, I know you said you can, but if you played any of the like, more recent ones, uh, there's like this little mole guy that'll pop up and just start like yelling at you in the game. <laughs> like, his, like, cause they, make, they make these weird squeaky noises, but like his is like really freaking aggressive. Like, and a lot of people were put off by it, so they cut him from the game. Like they totally just axed his character out of the game because they're like, oh, we wanted to make this more of a peaceful style game. We don't oh, want to have this mole yelling at you every they, five minutes. You they know? didn't want, like, the duck hunt uh, dog jumping up. Nobody like that. Nobody like that one. <laughs> well, there's a VR version of that, um, of the duck hunt game. Um, I've been playing on my PC, and uh, it's called, I think it's called, like, Open Season absolutely insane so they take the whole duck hunt thing and they turn it into a horror story if mm. you ever get a chance check it out on like on youtube or something uh it's 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 an absolutely insane game like i had never when i started playing it like i just didn't think it was going to go the route that it did end up going it's mm. it's pretty fun <laughs> interesting you know another good game for quarantine which is very in that same sort of uh sort of vein as, as animal crossing but is the sims Right. And, you know, and I don't know if anybody, like, maybe this is everybody's perspective on it, or maybe this is just me. I don't know. But the way I look at The Sims is all it is is a digital dollhouse. Right. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. are just playing, like, like you'd play, like, little girls would play with their Barbies. That's the same exact thing, except it's digital. You know, and so it's, it's you know, kind of gives you that, that sense of human interaction again, you know, and you can kind of, oh, well, I'm going to make this person do this, and I'm going to make this person do that, right. you know. Yeah, you get to build things and stuff like that. You know how much, how many other games have been created based upon like the Sims uh, um, groundwork. You know, look I'm at sure yeah, look at Minecraft and stuff like that. I mean, where you're building things and 
yeah, you get to do some some other stuff, but a lot of that is built off of Sims. I haven't played Sims since the uh, since since school. Like they had us playing Sims yeah. in school, but I remember how fun it was. But yeah, so what are some of the other like what are some of the positives that are coming out of the quarantine for y'all? Anything positive out of? I mean, this? it's helping the environment. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because not as many people nice. driving and, right. and out and about and littering and stuff. So they say it's up in the environment. Yeah, maybe in it's New York cool. you could probably see the uh, the stars now because I didn't really see stars when I was up there. <laughs> yeah. But but it's probably gonna take a little while before you can see uh, <laughs> a significant <laughs> amount. But I'm sure it's it's helpful to not have everybody out and driving and stuff like that. Because in big cities like that, that's you have so much pollution. Because there's so many people in such a small space. So it's almost like right. if you were to look at the cities from outer space, it probably looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like a beehive or an anthill, but for humans. It's all packed <laughs> on top of each other. It's like a Sims dollhouse. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> One of the positives for me is um, like these, these live battles, man. So they've had like uh, DJs going against each other and stuff like that and just the live DJs period because they've been playing lots of music and uh the other day I was listening to uh DJ Envy shout out to DJ Envy uh and uh he was doing a, a real good mix and I just let it play I was like you know what no need for me to turn music on I could just let Envy scratch and do what he does and yeah. I'm and I'm good but um recently they had a uh like a, a artist versus artist battle right and um, so they had uh, Teddy Riley versus Babyface, right? So basically what they do is they um, they play all the hits, all the hit songs, and they like, you know, let, let's say you have a hit song, I have a hit song, I'm going to play my hit, and then you try to top it with your hit. And then I, you know, and we keep that going on, right? So um, Teddy Riley versus Babyface. For those of you who don't know who Teddy Riley is, um, he's... Credited as being the creator of New Jack Swing. Uh, he's a Soul Train Legend Award winner. Um, some of his notable songs are uh, 1988's I Like and 1990's Let's Chill. And Babyface, um, I would have said if you don't know who Babyface is, then you need to get some culture about you. But <laughs> but not. I can't say that anymore. Maybe 10 years ago or so, then... But um, if you don't know who Babyface is, uh, he's known for uh, songs like When Can I See You, uh, 1993, 1996's Every Time I Close My Eyes. Uh, that's Charlie Puth. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Man's, uh, he's, won, he's won 11 Grammys. So he's got his resume stacked, right? So these two going against each other. And... Um, so what had happened was, Babyface, it was just him and his instruments, and, you know, he was just playing his stuff, and Teddy Riley went above and beyond. He had a hype man, he had a DJ, <laughs> you know, he was dancing in the in the, uh, the video and whatnot, and so, you know, everybody was anticipating this, right? Then it came on, and because Teddy Riley had a DJ a hype man, he's jumping around, moving around, all this type of stuff. There was technical difficulties, so nobody that was listening in on the live could actually 
hear Teddy Riley. You know, there were delays. You couldn't hear him. Like, and so Teddy Riley uh, just doing it up the utmost. And he said he was going to. He said he had something in store. And he did. But, bruh, do a sound check first. We do a sound check for this. <laughs> Teddy Riley, come on, man. You got to do your sound check first, man. Nobody could hear. It was. It ended up being trash, and then everybody. Um, look, see, that's the cops for, coming for you right there, Teddy. But it, it was. It ended up being trash, man. And everybody wanted to see that. That'd be like that. That was like when uh, when you went to go see Mortal Kombat, the first one, and you were like, okay, that's cool, that's that's decent, and then you go and you see Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like what? <laughs> Goodness. But I think um, I was like what both times though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first one was I. Right. The first one had I like the fact that they had uh that they had Highlander, the guy that played Highlander playing Raiden. Yeah. That was sick, man. Yeah. That <laughs> made the movie for me. That and Shang Tsung made the movie for me. Everything else. I was, liked Shang Tsung. Yeah. 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 Kerry Tagawa. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, did some. I, I wouldn't say work with him, but I, I did some events with him uh, mm. when I was a kid, and that dude was gigantic. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, carries a guy. He's like seven feet tall. That's oh. probably an exaggeration, but that's how it felt. <laughs> right. And, uh, and just and not just tall, but like hugely muscular and stuff. Yeah. Dude was insane, but he was so nice. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. But uh, I love the first Mortal Kombat movie. It's just it, you know the second one, and you can talk about you know legacies and you know complain about them all day, and I agree. But mm. the first one, it's just Enter the Dragon, but with supernatural elements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's I love Enter the Dragon. You know, hey, even the so. even the music in the beginning is similar. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Like when they when they're going to up the temple and whatnot, yeah. like it pans up the temple, and everybody's sitting there and it's like Lord Raiden. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let me tell you that movie right there. I watched a thousand times back to back. Rush home from school, throw in the Mortal Kombat VHS, and just oh, yeah. watch the movie. <laughs> rewind it if we hadn't before, but that was the only movie that we usually faithfully rewind rewound because we knew we were gonna be watching it uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when we got home. And then, like, if if whoever got home first would start watching it, and then other people would be like, "Man, come on! Like, why are you gonna start watching it? Because we all were big Mortal Kombat fans." <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Anything else positive uh, coming out of this that you I, can think of? I, I would say for me, um, like, I've been getting. I've always been. Jeeve always known this, but I've always been a big uh, gamer. That's always been my forte. Um, but uh, I've been doing it a lot more now, and I've been doing more detailed ones. I've been going through Resident Evil 3, like, on my fourth time already, like, mm. Mm. on <laughs> Inferno mode and playing Animal Crossing and also getting to spend time, you know, with the kids and everything. Right, right. And, and then uh, I'm streaming a lot more now, too, which is something I used to do a lot, but, you know, kind of vigged uh, off, for, you know, kind of drifted away from. Yes, sir. But, Make sure y'all uh, go check that out. Make sure y'all go check that out. The 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.